Hello. And welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And with the creepy hello, uh, was none other than our executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. What's up, people? It is Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray, over at Gray Area Anime. This is the most wonderful podcast of your day. And it truly is. We have been on a roll here lately, going back over old blogs that I wrote. We've really started back at the beginning of the blog series, period. And today we're going to talk about the third blog that I ever published on BibleStudyGirl.com. If you want to read the blog uh, to get an idea of what we're talking about today, you should look for living legacy. How can you find it? You go to BibleStudyGirl.com. You touch the hamburger menu, which is the three lines in the upper right-hand corner of the screen, and a box will open up, and you can type in the search bar, living legacy. It'll take you right to that blog because there are 52 pages, I think, of blogs, or 53 pages of blogs, I think, when I look today. Um, and you don't want to have to sort through all that content. So you can just get it the easy breezy way by just going to search. So what is the Living Legacy blog all about? Well, it is about my great-grandmother, Mom uh, Patry. I was in the beginning of the blog. Let me tell you, I had ideas. Everything was flowing out. That's just like pouring out of me, like things I want to get out. Um, and my love for her was one thing that I really wanted to talk about and I really wanted to express. You may not know this part of my story, but my mom is a teen mom or was a teen mom. She had me three days after her high school graduation. So I was raised by my great grandmother, my great uncles, my great aunts while my mom was in college. And so I have a, a different relationship, I think, with my great-grandmother than a lot of people have or even have the opportunity to have. Because how many people really know who their great-grandmother is or was? How many people knew as many of the, um, like, we knew a lot of them. I, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about it before, uh, but there's one like three sets of great grandparents that, that we had just in life. Right. And, and actually had a relationship with like, them and knew them. For real relationship, <laughs> you know. So that's a big deal. And I do consider it a big blessing. Um, but she passed away when I was in my twenties. Let's see, I was twenty-six I, when I was she just passed say, away. Yeah. yeah, I had to calculate it in my head. And so that was 26 years of having her in my life, being a great influence. And I was not ready for her to go. I was not ready for her to go. And we actually talked about her funeral in the last podcast you heard um, because my bestie Chantel uh, made it a priority to be there for me because she knew what a tremendous loss that was for me. And she etched time out of her life and her schedule to be there for me. So I feel like these blogs are all, they're like tying together 
uh, every time we talk, it's like, oh, this piece connects to this piece. So, yeah. Um, it's a mosaic a of a it's a mosaic of a of a spiritual life lived. It is. It is definitely a great representation of a spiritual life lived. Definitely led by God. This podcast and the blog was definitely led by God and I could see his hand and I can feel his hand all through it. So today we're going to talk about living legacy, what a living legacy, um, our great grandmother provided. And also I want us to talk about what kind of legacy we feel like we're going to leave behind at this point, because it's not a dead legacy. It's a living legacy. So what do you think your legacy is looking like, Bible study brother? Listeners, what what is your legacy looking like at this point in your life? He just gave me like a um like a scrunch face, like eh, I don't know, sis. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll it. Yeah. <laughs> it will be interesting to see uh where we end up and where we land at the end of this conversation. So I talk about it briefly in the blog. And I give you some examples of how my great grandmother has such a huge impact on my life. But one thing I like about the podcast is that it gives me an opportunity to really talk more and go into greater detail because I feel like I could write a book about her impact on my life. Why are you giving me the scrunchy eyes? Because that's get, the whole point of the podcast. Yes. Like every <laughs> time, like the more that you echo what I told you. <laughs> the more I'm like, bruh. <laughs> That's but you know what? Bible study, brother. It's the first Listen. time where I'm it's it's the first time where I can clearly be like, <laughs> this is my sister doing what she does not realize that me and mama do, which is we do the things that you ask. It just might take a while and it might be It might take a while, but how we talked about how things are ordered by God, not even five minutes ago. I feel like this is ordered by God to have some space between the writing of the blogs and actually talking about them. You know, for your own self, just how much my life personally has changed. Because when I look at the loss of my Patriot, that to date was the most devastating loss Mm -hmm. in my life. It was a loss that really permeated every part of me. There was no birthday no special occasion when i did not think about her and did not miss her and since writing that blog i have had some more you know devastating losses but we kind of talked about this earlier before we started talking Mm -hmm. about how we couldn't believe it has been that long since she's been gone yeah but we also have been able to live life without her and we have had some great moments like without her. And so that's further proof to us that we can continue to have great moments and happy moments. Yeah. And it won't always feel like it felt the day that we found out that she passed, you know? No. And so I, I feel like these things are coming in the time they need to come. What were you going to say? I was just going to say it was... That was the weirdest time, I think, in my life. I was 21. I just voted. Uh, well, no. Yeah, I voted a little bit before that. You know, my... No, I was voting a couple months. I wasn't even 21 yet. I was 20. You have to be 18 to vote, my guy. So, I don't know. Uh, what are you talking about? Like, you, I know that. 
Oh, okay. But you said you were 21. You had just bought it. You said it like they were tied together. No, I was saying it like, I'm just saying my age. No, like, Negro, I know. I just. I was going to say, so you telling me you missed out on three years of old? Not No, there was no, like, no, there was no (laughs) elections, like, going on when I turned 18. Like, my first one in birthday present was Obama, is is what I always say. Okay. Um, But, uh. So the 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 crazy thing about it, or, or what I remember, and I, yeah, no, I was twenty. I was early twenty. Anyway, and uh, that well, almost, year, um, well, almost twenty one. Yeah, because um, I I was home, and um, I was I had just started working at the gym. You know, I've probably been there. I'm, I'm probably inching on a year. And, you know, she was coming up here to do chemo, which the funniest thing about where she does chemo is I eventually ended up going there for my doctor right down the road. And, you know, I I always tell you there are so many gaps of where I didn't feel like I really existed in my family. I didn't spend as much time with her as I wanted to, Mm -hmm. um, because you could probably always understood, understand what it was she was saying. I could not. Really? There were many times when my patron would say something and I'd just be like, mm-hmm. And I'd be trying to put together whatever it is she said in my head. No clue. Right? <laughs> and so there were these times. And it's even when I realized that I didn't have a quilt. You know, like before uh, I graduated. Like I, I thought that somewhere in we got so many quilts that she made. I was like, oh, somewhere in these, I got a baby quilt. And she was like, nope. No, I don't really I recall her making baby quilts. I just remember her making big quilts. No, 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 not baby quilts. She made a quilt for everyone. Like everybody yeah, had a quilt, did. and so I thought that I had one. But all of the quilts that we had were yours. Or, or, or mama's. mama's. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't have no quilt. Like, ain't none of these, <laughs> well, none of these made specifically for me. And I asked her, you know, before graduation, she made me two quilts. She made me a blue and white quilt because I told her, like, those are my favorite colors. Like, that's, you ain't got to, you know, like, that's it. Uh, and then she made me another one that was red, blue, and white, and it, like, has, like, a lot of different things that I had to remind myself that was mine. Um, because we have so many quilts. Yeah. And um, anyway, I, that, that was just another memory that popped in my head. But what I was fast forwarding to is I went to chemo. I sat in on a couple times, I think, uh, while she was getting chemo. And it was surreal to like be there. Like in my head, I wanted her to. And I knew she loved me. And I knew she loved me a lot. Especially it's shown by certain pictures of us. We both love sleeping. And, you know, we went on those rides, we shucking peas, um, like all these different things to where it's like we in the middle of nowhere where she out here selling these peas and or at least the middle of nowhere. Me, because I don't know how we got there. Um, it's hot. But, you know, we did these things and it's like, I don't know that at the time I appreciated them as much. Um, in knowing like that was the the love shown, um, I can vividly remember drinking coffee from Daddy Hershey's saucer. Um, right. we all did like little lap dogs. Her rice, 
like there's just there will never be i mean i'm trying i promise you i'm trying my darndest uh to recreate that rice but are you bruh, gonna circle back to the chemo or no you finished with that oh no it, it was just the, the it was just being there like i i t- you know and normally i wouldn't do stuff like that correct but with her it was like nah fam i'm going because yeah I think you touched on a really good point there when you talk about her love language and how she showed love. Tamika was very much like my patron in that we don't have to say I love you to each other, you know, get up off me with all that hugging. Mm-hmm. But I will hug my patron all the time. And she will hug me back, but she wouldn't ever like initiate a hug. I think she came from a generation where you just show love by being there and being consistent. Mm-hmm. In the she's, I take that back. She's always told me though that she loved me. And anytime Tamika would hear me talking to her and being like, I love you, or you know, she's saying it back to me, Tamika would be like, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you don't take it all, you don't take all of it. But you know, that's like, that's how our immediate family, that's how we communicate. Certainly since um, all the passings we've had since last year, like as a family, as a whole, we all say like, I love you. I mean, for you to every say, I like, you know, I love you. Hey, yo, I love you. I love you. You like ain't going like, to be no. Anyway, I almost had, I almost had another stop. moment. Stop. <laughs> it's but too like, close, but, like, but I had an, I almost had another moment. <laughs> right. But all of us collectively have taken on the mantle of like. I feel like, you know, I love you, but I want you to hear it verbally from me. I love you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to hear that. And I feel like you need to know that. But I talk a little bit in the blog about how, like, I, I saw the hands and feet of Jesus in my patriot. Mm-hmm. The way she lived her life, how she loved on her family and just the community as a whole. You know, you just talked about her rice. I'm going to tell you. Okay, I cry, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried. But one thing that made me cry at the funeral was some guy I didn't know uh, got up and he was talking about how, I guess when he was younger, like he would always come to the house and she would make sure he had food and she would cook for everybody. And he got to talking about her biscuits. And it was at that moment that I realized, <laughs> baby, I cried again. It, it was just pitiful. You touched on that rice. It's just like those things. Like I won't experience that again. Like other people can try, but in that bowl, because I don't know if Grandma still got that bowl. She might. I'm sure she does. But like, (laughs) um, there was just there are certain like visual cues of warmth, and uh, what's funny is in your blog, you didn't mention me, but. I was the other person that if you you have to read the blog, I was the other person that walked into that glass. <laughs> well, you and, know and Patrick, I believe, did too. I will tell you, like I said last week in Chantel's episode, of course, I don't live life alone, but I try to give people their privacy and just talk about my experiences without, you know, necessarily naming them unless they give me permission. And honestly, when I'm writing, I don't feel like, texting you to be like can i talk about Girl, you on the blog me. i don't I care just, <laughs> like it is what it is like no you don't but i do try to be i try to be respectful of other people's you know 
space and privacy but yes you are oh but that was the trip so we like uh by the time this comes out you know it's been a year um over a little a, a week over a year since uh ain't linda passed but that trip as you bring it up and there's like so many stories from that trip that we can tell that was an uh, awesome trip. like bruh we we barely went to any restaurants because every they was just cooking. Why did we, we had the chefs like, like the chefs like we would eat Sam we was eating <laughs> breakfast. They went down and started grilling for lunch, and we ate that. Let for me tell dinner. you something. Let me tell you something. That is something else I really really miss about my pantry. We ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And when I say we ate breakfast, I would get up early in the morning with her because she's getting ready to make these biscuits from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, no measuring. She just throwing flour and stuff in the bowl and stirring it up and patting these biscuits out. And we finna put them in the oven. And I say we because I was her little helper. Like she I was. was there to help move things, <laughs> help move things along. And one of my favorite chores um, when I was a little kid was sweeping. And she appreciated that about me. Like, <laughs> I can sleep a kitchen, sis. Uh, but that is one thing I really miss about her. Because, like, in my life now, I don't really have, like, breakfast, lunch, dinner like I had it with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, a real meal. Um, so that's something I miss. That's, like, a part of her legacy. And I think about it. And we didn't eat off plastic and stuff. Like, no, we ate off real silverware, real everything was, I don't know. It just, it's, it's ingrained in my mind that that's how my life should be and like yeah. that's what i should be doing with my family it's just and i'm I, you know like that hurt the most like i had never in my mind until last year conceived that there would be people who um would not get to meet my future kids Woo. you know what i'm like i i had per- like and so when she died i was like crushed i didn't like i didn't even nobody else mattered like because i was like no 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 you don't get this and they don't get this and um all of these different things because of just how impactful she was and i thought about the fact that like for for two people because like you know tamika is tamika in 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 her stern way so when the revelation that i was her baby came along and the revelation that like i was a lot of people's baby for my short amount of time before i you know began before to he terrorize. went buck wild and everybody had to reject uh, him because you know. he was acting like an animal Go anyway, ahead. y'all y'all didn't reject that <laughs> other one but it's fine um and he should be very grateful because i gave them practice for what you would be uh anyway but like Oh, you he know. was my baby, and I rejected him when he became terrible. I was like, oh, yeah. you can't be my baby anymore. Go ahead. And yet, I still was. But anyway, <laughs> um, but like thinking about the time that we spent, like I said, looking at those pictures, looking at the things that she did, the stories of like, you know, how essentially kind of like it was a recreation of stuff with you, but it was quicker. Um, And it was just so... It was so warm and it's special. Like there's all these different things um, that were just so monumentous about that. But to kind of go back to finish my actual point. So I was the other person that walked into the glass and this trip was amazing. We cooked morning, noon, night. The other 
most favorite part of this trip. So this is back when grandchildren don't think your great grandparents, grandparents ever had a life outside of you. Like you um, just think okay. that they're really sweet and just like they're saints, they're nuns. Like they don't cuss, they don't do nothing. Bruh. So we were at the Sandpiper Beacon. Shout out to Sandpiper Beacon. Sponsor us. Uh, Cause we love y'all. Um, but I don't think I'm ever going back there. Continue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really don't like. Me and Mama actually took a trip to Panama City. We couldn't stay there though. Like mentally, we were not prepared to stay there. Yeah. Because we have so many family memories there, yeah. and like so many people that would be there with us were not there. So we stayed in a different location. It was lit, but I will say it was like a sad vacation because we didn't go to any of the places we typically go to. We just literally physically could not handle it. But go on with your story. Like y'all can sponsor us Sandpiper Beacon and then I'll come back. back. I'm just saying. Cause I didn't get to go on. Like I'm already hurting myself. But anyway, so the other thing is at the Sandpiper Beacon, if we stay at the Sandpiper Beacon, it doesn't matter. Then I'm going to cry. Then I'm just going to cry. But the thing that <laughs> was special about them that they don't necessarily have in the same way anymore, uh, they had this daiquiri shop. And they had like two or three of them located throughout the property. And there was like one by the pool and, and one that was in this little underground beach the thing, tiki the, the Tiki Hut. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> of course, there are alcoholic. And non-alcoholic versions, because we were always we would have like two or three. We had so many Sandpiper Beacon like daiquiri cups. It was crazy. And so, uh, one of our cousins went down and got her, or they had an alcoholic one, and they came up and they go, "Do you want to taste it?" And in my mind, it's like, man, what is this? Nah, she, she, she goes. Mm-hmm. Takes it like, and so I'm sitting here like, "Oh, this is gonna be interesting." <laughs> Takes a sip, and I don't know why to this day that this was so funny to me, but she just goes, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Like mm, that was good." And I think I, if I remember correctly, she sent somebody back down there to get her one to get her one. She did. <laughs> And bruh, when I say I was like, word, like (laughs) laughing, like that was this special moment of like, it's reminiscent of uh, our trip to Gulf Shores to me. And like, when we start to see them as adults, like as the adults they are. Yeah. Not through kid eyes, but like, oh, you've lived a whole life. It ain't all just about, yeah. you know, putting on your white. Yeah. And like, you know, she was everything, you know, like, and it's just, I, I wanted to be closer. Like, I wanted this closeness, like with everybody. And I think, and uh, anyway, um, it's really hard to do this episode only because, like I said, we're a year um, encroaching on a year for everybody. But I think this is just it's just a hard month. February yeah. is just going to be hard. And it just is hard. Like, yeah. it's hard. Um, 
but like what I remember also about that trip, and I, and I and I talked about it briefly in a in a letter I wrote on on my Facebook page, but it was so fun the laughs and things that we've had. So I'm like really small. Uh, my aunt Linda uh, and another cousin were there, and there's like the <laughs> we all in the water. The waves, because everybody laughed from their guts. Um, and I don't remember if Mom Patriot was down on the beach or if she was, like, still in she the probably, room looking she probably, down. She was either on the balcony or, you know, yes, she would have her little fishing, or she would have her fishing net and be out there trying to catch the little fish in the water. Wait, what? <laughs> you don't remember that? Bro, no. That was, like, that was her jam, to have the little fishing net and be out there at the edge trying to catch the little fish that was swim by. Yeah. <laughs> so look, that was her jam. So <laughs> basically, long story short, a huge wave comes in. They're not looking. They're facing the the shore, uh, not facing the ocean. And they get knocked over. Now, this is elementary school age for me because I'm really small. Like the last time that I was really, really small. And it knocks them over, and, like, I try to go over to pick them up. But, again, I am very small. You can look at pictures of me today and be like, oh, you a big guy. And I'm like, no, I was not then. I was very, very small. And so, like, the laughs that we were having from that, like, and and I'm pretty sure she was up on the balcony. Like. It probably was. Bruh. The her- we all laughed. That was like a magic trip. We had so many laughs, so many great memories come from that trip. And it's interesting to me in our family because we are so close knit. We can't really talk about one person and how much we love one person mm-hmm. without somebody else sneaking in because our lives are so yes intertwined. And I think. A lot of people, and I, I thank God that we have that experience because a lot of people don't. They are not, not close to their family. They don't fool with their family like that. Like, you went on vacation with your great-grandma. What is you doing? But that's just how we roll. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for the legacy. And she was big on family. Yes. Family was everything to her. And because of her commitment to family, that's why we are so close now. That's why we have these memories we have now. That's why we have the bond that we have now. It's honoring who she was and what she believed in. Like that's still in us. It's still in our veins. And so when I think about her legacy, you know, so many people, and it always trips me out. Like so many people don't know her name, but she changed my life, you know? Mm-hmm. What kind of legacy do you think? I thought you was gonna. I thought that's what you was gonna try to throw to. I'm trying um, to. I'm trying to give you time so I can give myself. No, I was trying to give you time. That's why I started telling these stories, sis. You know, because um, you know, it, bruh, like, God, I I know you have a plan for us doing this and doing these things, and and the timing of all of these things, of her finally realizing that we should have been doing this all along. (laughs) <laughs> but then the things that we now have to go through with doing this, good God, I was not ready for this. I, I guess you knew. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess when I think about the legacy of things that are getting left, like I know for a fact that the soul of her lives in me when I'm 
making cooking when I'm cooking things because while I'll stick to the uh recipe, it's literally just for the base of whatever it is that I'm doing. Yeah, that's my go-to. Like I just try to like not initially overseason because I'm probably going to well not overseason later, but I'm going to add my own seasonings at right. some point in this recipe so i need to not mess up <laughs> the foundation so i can start mama patreon this up because i can hardly <laughs> tell people how to do certain things and the the cooking spe- like i always thought it was gonna be bacon like for whatever reason i don't know why you know and i should have known early on that that was my sister's trait uh not that she can't cook other things but cooking in general makes me happy especially cooking for other people um you know what i'm a pause i heard bacon b-a-c-o-n and i'm like why did you think it would be bacon but you said b-a-k-i-n-g is yes. my thing okay go ahead <laughs> bacon is also your thing it's like, my thought not anymore in, I'm not, not going to work bacon <laughs> but like you like the crisp bacon go ahead um but yeah, so like when I cook, I feel her sometimes. Like just in the, you know, like cooking for you always made me happy. Like us cooking and going eating breakfast and um, having these moments or, or stuff that we do. My, me and mom, um, when it snowed that one year, um, I think 2012 or whatever. So this wouldn't even been that. You know, this would have been four years or whatever after. Um, or I don't know, but it was sometimes in in, in these early 12s, 13s, whatever, in the teens. And um, it snowed and we made uh, snow, snow ice cream. cream. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing it and me and mom, you know, we've been out there like a couple times, made sure not to get the yellow snow, you know. And uh, it like so many little things like you know i i be feeling away like now that it's winter and we have like some duvet or whatever whatever they're called over our bed i just be wanting my quilt because my quilt is my quilt and i would always have my quilt on me like i would have it either because she was also like she was an engineer in a past life because how do you make something so warm, but also have a, you just flip it over and you be cool or you have a cool side and still be covered? Girl, that's from, that's survival. You learn that when you have to figure out how to make it and how you're going to take care of all your children. So you have to learn those things. So are you going to circle back to your legacy now that I'm yes, together yes, or you yes. want me to? I was going to, well, that, well, that was part of it is okay. I think that a legacy of, you know, nurturing through cooking is something that I do. Um, oh, beautiful. You know, like, I do think that's something that will continue to go because I've always, like, I know that there are times where if my words are not getting through to you, a food gift will. And that's I'm something, you know, and I'm like, even when it's detrimental sometimes, like, my 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 huge thing that I did, like, even to my detriment, but, but it was the only way I knew in my mind to clearly show you, hey, I love you. I care about you. I'll go and I, I will get you your jungle juice and something else. Correct. Like, you, you know, know, my love language. 
Um, you know, no matter where I was, I'd be thinking about like, okay, this, okay, that. Um, we had this stretch where, and I don't know what was really. Oh, it was Uncle Michael. Okay, uh, I had to figure out what was going on in our life that we have these moments where we're extremely close. Um, time frames where it's like we either watching something or we eating something, and all me and Sarita was doing was we was making it was fat kid winter summer for us, and you know we were making like cheese dip with all the meats. Oh, after Uncle Michael was murdered, yeah, we were trying to eat away our pain. Yeah, that's uh, why I was like, we we yeah. we we were frying everything you know then we went through a phase of okay we can't fry everything let's try and be healthy and so we were always in whole foods getting something trying different chips you know or, or whatever but so, so part um, of your legacy brother is comfort through food comfort We've through food it. um hammered that point in <laughs> sorry i you know when i go on a food journey i'm on a food journey I know. Um, I'm trying to get you. Come on now. <laughs> so that I think is a part of my legacy. I think that my words will be a part of my legacy that hopefully, uh, you know, someone will pick that up and continue that. I know that that's something that's been in me um, way more than I give it credit for, because sometimes I will shadow myself through gifts I may see through you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my words, I, I hope that they have the same kind of impact and stay in power as everybody. You know, everybody has their saying or, or phrase or um, something that you are always remembering in your head. Um, and I think that my love, earnest love of people, my loyalty to people, because um, if you are a part of my clan, my friends, whatever, we I ride. Um, because that's something they showed us with our family, you know, and it's not that my Patriot just loved us. I mean, she loved the people we brought around and there were people that were around, you know, prior, you know, when we're in middle school and you're in high school and stuff that like, you know, she would know. And, um, and I think that that kind of, welcoming uh spirit is also something that's a part of my legacy and probably some other stuff that i i just can't really think about because it's kind of hard to visualize and think about what my legacy will be especially because i'll be battling with myself on thinking of if i'm gonna have one at all really? um yeah i mean, I mean I we've talked about that yeah, yeah like i don't i don't know what the the total impact i have on people is i mean you you're really not supposed to know because you just you're just supposed to plant seeds and let them grow right um and i think that's the most difficult part about this legacy is i wanted her to see it now if you think about you know she would be 93 you know or 90 yeah 93 94 93 i don't know i'm not gonna lie to you uh, 93 because it would be 94 in September because it's just 14 because she made it to her birthday. 80. Yeah, she made it to her mm-hmm. birthday before, you know. Um, And in my head, you know, she would still just be cooking or you know, doing something, you know, if she was here. um, I feel like she would, legacy-wise, be keeping us focused, 
even in the midst of everything that we got going on. Because that's what she did. I, you know, I remember when Daddy Hersey died. Like the the loss of him hit me, but because she was here, right? And because of the things that she did, I didn't get lost. And I mean, I was young, so no, I'm probably not gonna stay in grief as long because I'm not as aware, right? But I also don't think I could have been, you know, as moving through these things has she not been there right um so i'm gonna ask myself the same question when it comes to legacy you know i said earlier and i mean this like my patriot showed me what it meant to be a christian not because she sat down with me and had long talks about theology and thus saith the lord but she lived the life and so my prayer is that my legacy would be that people would say I live the life now I'm not perfect anybody knows me knows I can be very inappropriate <laughs> and very body <laughs> but overall I would like for my legacy to be that I was the hands and feet of Christ on this earth that I went out and did what he wanted me to do um that i help people i don't have any that i was a light just period that being around me was a light in your life and so that is what i pray that my legacy is i don't know what it will be you know i I don't know what the rest of my life holds for me but that is my prayer because i feel like my patron was very much that to me Not a perfect woman. I would love to talk to her, to be able to talk to her now, like with the mindset I have now and with what I've been through in life and just get her perspective and her take on things. At 26, I wasn't thinking like that. At 26, I was I was just trying to find my place in the world. And so didn't even cross my mind to ask her these questions, even when she got very sick and you know, things were looking very bad. It still never crossed my mind. And that's why I guess that's why I'm obsessed now with hearing people's stories. And I want to know about your life. I want to know what you got going on because it, it has the power to change lives. When I think about, you know, when I think about legacy too, I think about how just sharing your story with one person really can change somebody's life. I think about the lady who shared her story uh, when I went to that conference about having been molested and then she went to a conference for free. She didn't know me. She didn't know the other women in the room. She was just there to sell makeup, but her story literally changed my life and impacted my life in a major way and got me access to help that I didn't know was available. You know, she's, stepped out and was like, you know, even though I don't know y'all, I'm going to tell y'all my story. So my, 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 my prayer is that even one person's life is made a little bit better by me and you meeting up, talking on the Zoom Zoom. <laughs> like, well, well, that's, that's legacy because your story does have the power to change one person's life in a mighty way. And that lady doesn't know me. She doesn't know that she had the impact on my life. So I don't, I don't ever have to know, you know, from somebody that like, girl, what you said really changed me. I don't ever have to know that. But I always want to be in a position where I'm being obedient to God and doing what he asked me to do, even when I don't want to do it. 
even when it doesn't feel good, even when it's not convenient. Um, my patron was a straight shooter. She told I, you I, 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 I was just about to say, um, let to end on the episode before we get to all the other stuff. What I want to do when you finish, I'm gonna let you finish your point first. Is I'm gonna tell you what I think your legacy will be, and then you do that for me, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Uh, but my patron was a straight shooter. She told it like it was. She wasn't like, uh, oh, I remember I was in love with my high school boyfriend. I was like, oh, I think he's great. And she was like, you know what's better? Education. You need to graduate. <laughs> Baby, she wasn't having it. Like, she was like, I ain't got time for love. And I ain't gonna tell y'all what she said about him. But anyway, she was a wise woman and I should have listened in. Okay. Um, so, well, first off, yes, exactly what you were saying is exactly what you are. Is you are honesty in a, in, in however you want to call it, it is what it is. Um, and I think that's something that will carry on. You are laughter and you are joy. Um, and that's something that, too, will carry on. I think that, you know, something that we share, but something that I, I have to say originated for me with you um, is just our the draw to just be yourself. Doesn't mean you don't battle with it. Doesn't mean you don't do whatever. But a lot of times it's like, at the end of the day, God gonna have to deal with me. You not, you know. Right. And even though that has like caused us to butt heads at times, I still learn the actions from you, which <laughs> is I'm gonna do what I'd like to do. You may not like it, you may not approve of it, you may not think it's great, but it's what I wanted to do. And you can take that how you want to take it. <laughs> Um, but your honesty and, and the willing to push forward, the, the, the fact that you love God so much, but I felt like you still embrace the fact that you dealt with other things. Um, and I think that's something that shows through to people, um, the love and loyalty that you have is something else that will continuously carry on through no matter who it is you meet. Uh, people you inspire, like when people meet you, they want to be like you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, they want your organization. They want your creativity. They want things to fall together in place as easily as you make it seem. I was just finna say, I don't, it don't be easy, but go ahead. You know, <laughs> and it's tiring, but like for them, the, think you can speak for all of the world in America. I can think I, can. I think you can tell me what my legacy towards you would be because I well, feel like these are things that are No, like with okay, so the creativity thing is something that I've seen like it, that's not just me. That's other people that are trying to be you. You know who they are. And it's a thing. Like everybody wants that magic. The fact that Every church you go to leaves so many tasks at your feet. Again, a fact. It's not a, like, this ain't a just a me thing. Like, people understand and are drawn to the fact that you get things done. And that not only do you get things done, you get them done in an exceedingly and abundant fashion. In the spirit of excellence, my you friend. Know, it, I am going to say, if I'm going to do it, yeah. I want to do it well. You know, it, it's not a, that, that, that's not that just also, a me thing. But that attitude also has been a hindrance to me because I feel like 
I will say this blog and this podcast has been an exception to that rule uh, because, you know, I can be very particular, but I'm not about this blog and this podcast. Lord, whatever it is, it's just going to be. And I'm going to have to let your hand lead because, you know, you know, in behind the scenes, there are things that I would like, but I say not my will, Lord. Let your will be done because I'm fooling with Bible study, brother. And just, just use them, Lord. Girl. <laughs> but no, so I think that that's something that, that has always inspired people. Like, no matter where you go, they, like, you can look at any instance in your life of an event that you had to do. The fact that that person thought of you, asked you, is not just a because she will say yes. It's never like that might have been the case five times, like or, you know, it, it like or, or I'll say like five percent of the times of the things that you've done. Majority of the time, if somebody asked you is because they knew what you were going to bring to the situation. And you can see, you know, all of the different events that we've had as family, even that year prior to when she died, like that was a you and Tamika collaboration. But like that year Tamika was primarily orchestrating it because I was not in town. I mean, we definitely talked about all events, even if I wasn't going to be able to be there. Summer events, for sure, were a definite collab between me and her because I had time. I wasn't working, so we about to turn up. You know, my my point more so being is, like, you felt that essence. You know, like, you continuously felt that essence, especially after with the Christmas things that y'all would do. Like, this is why I'm saying it's not just me, because there are things in everyone's home that is stamped. This is the creative love I wanted to do this year. This is the creative love that we wanted to do this year, or, you know. But like we did have a lot of fun putting together our Christmas gifts for the entire family. Like that would be a big deal for us. We would always try to top ourselves. Like what we doing next year, girl? So you know, I think that that's something that's gonna. I mean, it's gonna stretch for years. You know, it's gonna be something that I hope that currently. I mean, I know that there are people trying to step up to the plate to do what they need to do in that regard, but that we continue that because. I I know like at least for a year or two, if the Lord sends you home before me, I don't like it ain't gonna be me. Like I might pick up a mantle at at a I, at a point, but it's not gonna be me initially. You know, ain't Doris laid the mantle at my feet at Tamika's funeral. Mm-hmm. And um and A Linda, they laid the mantle at my feet at Tamika's funeral. I was not I haven't been in my right mind. And I'm not saying I'm necessarily in my right mind now. I'm not crazy, but I'm better than I was. Anyway, long story short, um, I know that there's still work that I need to do and there's still things that I need to do. The mantle has been laid. I need to pick it up because we got to get together. And this is part of me picking it up. This is that legacy, like how we're going to carry it on. Like the mantles at your feet, you need to pick it up and like run with it. Um, I will say to you, I'm going to speak about your legacy as far as I'm concerned, and then we can wrap it up. We've been real long-winded lately, brother. This was this was <laughs> one where, like, I presumed we would be. Because <laughs> I'm not... Well, yes, because that's why I said to do it first, because we talking about Mom Patreon, and I'm not, I, right. not going to stuff that in a... Like, we, we still have, like, 12 more 
podcast worth of Mama Patriot talk. Um, I told you I could write a book. Like this thing, you know it. Like, and then there's still like another, like one of my uh one of one of the blog posts is my post about quilts. So you know we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, and we'll I didn't even I didn't even dive into that. I will say that I like, know. you talked about the fact that my Patriot and I. I don't know if I personally bogs about her quilts, but part of me picking up the mantle was with the new baby in the family. I, I went on the head mm-hmm. and sold him a quilt. I was like, I know this is what like I need to like really kick in the gear and like get these family traditions rolling. And he uses that quilt all the time. He's so cute. Um so your legacy, I would say for me, I can't speak for America as a whole. You're a great hype man. I will say that. You believe in me wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling Chantel, I, I forgot what we was talking about. And I was like, I would ask Joe, but he's just going to hype me up. Like, <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you. Like, I, no, listen. <laughs> I was like, I would ask Joe, but he's just going to hype me up and be like, yeah, you can do this and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, that's good. You need people in your corner that's going to say, hey, girl, you know, you got this. You you the best. <laughs> Listen, fam. I'm not a... Um, you be paying me like a yes man, but here's the thing. Like, Kanae tells me this all the time. You're not a yes man, but you, I feel like you believe so strongly in me. You do. You believe yes. so strongly in me. I could tell you a out bold faced lie and you will believe it. That's how strong you believe. Listen, <laughs> you would I, be like, I said like, that. I could be like, I could be like, while we talking now, I could be like, dang, the sky is purple right now. You'd be like, why? You wouldn't be like, no, it's not. I, I said that in one of my videos on, <laughs> on YouTube, but the, the purpose, of all of that is because like I ain't got to tell you none of that I don't have to like it's not something that I do because like there's a lot of people that do some amazing things that I could care less about and could care less to tell them <laughs> that it's great or you know like I tell like I am you I'm just I'm you softer will be very, you will be honest with me Especially when it comes to my relationships, but I'm just saying, that's what, but all I'm saying is like, when it comes to any event, like, because I've seen you do it, it's not, this is the point that I think that I I would like, and I'm gonna let you finish that. I would like you to understand is I don't say it. If I haven't seen you do it, like, yeah, there's stuff that I'm naive about as a, as a little brother. Cause you know, my big sister is my protector and supposed to be honest with me at all times is my thought. But in the other realm and of I stuff, I use it to my advantage because I could be so evil. But go ahead, <laughs> it'd be so hilarious. But and you have been. Don't 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 give yourself that like you could be and you haven't. Um, but the other part of it is in the realm of creativity or doing something. It's because I've seen you do it, and it's because. I know quality. That is the one thing that my sister talks about all the time. We do not do poor quality things. Like it's not something that like if we set out to do it and it's bad, like, no, this ain't worth whatever. Like we cook things that we like, eh. I need like 
I can't I can't do this. Like we got to do something different. Like this ain't it. Let's 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 do something different next time. I'm gonna do this and then we get back at it. Okay, I received so, your point. Can you let me finish yes, with your legacy? Ahead. That's no. all. Okay, I got you. I all. understand. All right. You do be hyping me up though. Okay. Uh so your hype man legacy is always gonna live on with me. Like, if none of y'all think I can do it, I thought y'all would. <laughs> he was like, girl, go get that. You can do it. Um, your loyalty definitely. What you spoke on, you are loyal. You are loyal to a fault. You love and you love hard. And I think you your love um and you know i do pick on you about your emotional state and how you get so emotional sometimes but i think that's a loving legacy to have um prayerfully you know when you have kids i believe you'll be an amazing father because you really tune into one and two have an awesome family with your wife and even now as a husband you're working and you're growing to be the best husband that you can possibly be for your wife. And so those are the kinds of legacies I believe you'll leave behind your love and your passion for music and creativity, written word, um, your ministry in general is a legacy that you will leave behind because you could have very easily walked away or not accepted the calling and rejected God's voice, but you didn't. And that's important your ability to talk, my brother, is a legacy. <laughs> because you could talk this whole podcast without me saying a mumbling word. There are days when I really want you to talk because I'm not really <laughs> feeling it. And on those days, you'd be like, yup. I, I never pick up on that. Bro, listen. <laughs> never. Never. Because like when you be going, I'd be like, this is her podcast, bro. Chip, sit back. <laughs> Like you and and I, I on them days where I'm like, yep, it's because I'm cognizant of the fact that you can talk too much, bro. Shut up. Like, like <laughs> you got, you got, you you got all the words, and I think that's for so many men. I think that's a special trait because so many men don't have words. You got them, bro, and that's a legacy. It's a testament that you can verbalize. Not only can do you have your feelings, but you can express them adequately. So I think that's legacy as well, my dear. I would never thought about that. I mean, the only thing that I think that I would have ever thought about is the fact that you can find blog posts every day at BibleStudyGirl.com. Uh, if you want to follow us. He's speaking, he's speaking at every day in faith. Right now, there's day. the backlog. Like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, I believe. 53 pages of blogs like that's not just one blog on the page it's lots of them scroll down y'all have options eventually uh i don't know i don't know what the lord's plan is for me it's coming back i'm not mm -mm, we're not i'm not saying that the blog is not coming back i am going to be writing blogs but i have a lot of other things i'm juggling as well so i know i get what you're saying Okay. There will Go be ahead. blog posts every day at the Bible Study Girl, uh, Bible If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is Bible Study Girl, the number two. Uh, on Instagram, it's Bible Study Girl, as well as our Facebook, which you can go and like and comment. And uh, I think you can like subscribe and listen to the podcast there as well. But most importantly, if you want to come on here and talk about your faith journey, then hit us up at BibleStudyGirl2019 at gmail.com. 
com and remember that it's not the daiquiris it's not the beach it ain't the little fish but we preach and until we meet again guys keep preaching